So often my clients ask me about content creation and how to stay on top of social media and email marketing. And I totally get it. There is a lot to be done when it comes to creating content and lots of different channels to do it on. And it 100% can be overwhelming. But there are ways to make it easier and certainly ways to make it more streamlined. Today, I'm going to share with you how to get organized, how to plan your content and create a workflow so that you can spend less time creating content and more time doing what you love, or at least have some more time to do all the other things you have to do as a business owner. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real-life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Saran, and I'm thrilled that you're here with me again today talking all about how you can grow your boutique fitness studio business. So tell me this, how often have you thought in the middle of the day, oh no, I haven't posted anything on social media today, but I know I need to post. And then you're sent into a spiral where you're not sure what to post, but you feel like you have to post something. So maybe you start to scroll through, you lose 30 minutes of your day, and then you eventually post a random picture on the fly. Or maybe you find yourself wondering what emails you should be sending to keep your clients engaged every week or every month. Or maybe you're just having a hard time staying on top of it all and don't know how to convert your content into dollars. After all, isn't that why we're doing it in the first place? Now, if you found these situations to feel a little bit familiar, don't worry, you are not alone. Creating content can be very time consuming. It can be intimidating. And it's one of those things that often gets pushed to the bottom of the to-do list. But I find that when you have some structure, there is a ways that you can make it just a little bit easier. So I want to share with you today some of the best practices that I actually share with my clients inside of my programs. Okay. So that's inside of my Thrive community where I have studio owners and teachers who I speak with each and every week all about how to build their business and market their studios. And I also share some of these strategies inside of my my six-week marketing intensive program. And I want to share some of this with you today because I don't want to hold it all right here with me. I want to give it to you so that you can also be intentional and cohesive in your messaging across all of your channels and so that you can have a solid plan for your online marketing. So this is a hot topic and I want to dive right in. So let's start with this biggest challenge. And the biggest challenge I hear studio owners tell me when it comes to marketing across the board is that they have a hard time and they struggle with coming up with what they should write about, what they should post on social media and what they should write about in their emails. 
So there's a few different places to start. In fact, there are so many different places to start that we end up in this place of not knowing where to start. Now, I recommend that you put together a calendar for the next month or the next six weeks, or even perhaps a little bit longer. Maybe you look three or four months ahead. And you think about what you have going on in your business. You also perhaps might want to incorporate what you have going on in your personal life. And you want to put all of that in a calendar. And you want to make sure that on that calendar, you've got these big business events. Like if you have a new program that you are going to be rolling out, you have a new teacher coming on board, you have a new class that you want to start promoting, or maybe you want to just talk about a certain theme. So maybe in the fall, you might be talking about referring friends or recommitting to their movement practice with some sort of a challenge. Now, I personally like to use a big desk calendar so that I can get a pencil out and scribble all over it and put all of my ideas down. And then I can see where there is space and where there isn't space. Because often what happens is we have all these great ideas, we start putting them down on paper and we want to implement them immediately. And then we end up getting overwhelmed and promoting more than one thing at a time. So when you can put it all on a big uh, desktop or a piece of calendar, or if you can put it and, and write it out visually, it can help to make sure that you have enough spacing between all of the different events that you want to promote and all of the different themes that you want to talk about. So I love a good old fashioned pen to paper planner, but I also know that once I've gotten all of that brainstorming done, that putting it in a digital place does actually make it a little bit easier when I want to share some of those details about what's coming up in my business with other people on my team. And so you might find that if you're similar to me, that you you get a lot of ideas when you're putting pen to paper. Um, but you know that, you know, when you want to share that with your front desk or you want a team or, or if you want to share that with your teaching team, that you might want to put that in a place that is accessible online so people can keep track of it. Okay. So you can put in a weekly planner or you can put it in an online calendar, whatever works best for you. I know some studio owners have big whiteboards in their, um, in their, uh, office space where they keep an, uh, an outline of everything that's coming up. And so everyone can see it when they're in the studio. But once you have those events kind of mapped out, um, and you want to, then you want to start thinking about how far in advance of those events you want to promote them. So for some things like a new class, you'll generally want to promote it just one to two weeks in advance, not too much time ahead, right? But for things that perhaps are a bigger commitment for your clients or for your business, like a teacher training program or like a, an upcoming challenge, or if you're rolling out a new program or a new way that you work with your clients, you might want to give it a bit more time. So when people are looking at, for example, increasing their pricing, I tend to say you want to let your clients know a few weeks ahead of that price increase taking effect because you'll want to give people time to kind of let that news sink in and to perhaps give them an opportunity to buy a few more sessions before that price increase if that's um, something that you're allowing. So once you've kind of gotten those things all planned out and you kind of can then figure out, okay, how far in advance do I want to promote this upcoming event or this upcoming program or this upcoming challenge, you can center your content around that next event. 
So if you know you're going to be launching something new in the next month or two, perhaps a new class, you may want to incorporate some of uh, what that involves into your content leading up to that. Now, that's not to say that every single thing that you're putting out there into the world during this period of time is promoting that challenge or promoting that new class. Um, and we don't really want to be posting constantly about what you're trying to sell. But you do want people to be inspired by what you do. And that means talking perhaps around their specific questions and challenges that relate to what you have coming up. And when you address those hesitations and those challenges and those questions ahead of time, you're getting your audience warmed up so that when you introduce to them your amazing new program or your fun new challenge, they will be ready for whatever that looks like and with what you can help them with through your programming. Then you'll know you're going to be able to deliver to them a really great solution to help them to get them to where they want to be. And they'll have a really good understanding of whether or not they're a good fit for what you're promoting. So if you're sending emails to your list about an upcoming program or a challenge, you're letting them know maybe why you're putting this program together, who it would be right for, what's involved. And then what you'll do is pull some phrases from that email to use in your social media captions. And this is where I'm a big proponent of repurposing existing content. I don't want you to be creating content all day long, every day. I know how much you have going on. But what about if you were able to write two or three emails about your challenge or two or three emails about your new program that you can then use, use as inspiration for your social media captions, perhaps even pulling phrases directly from those emails and using them in your social media captions. So that way, each email could be turned into somewhere between three to five social media posts where you could be promoting that program. And that would go hand in hand with the email. And this actually works really nicely because it actually reinforces to the people who follow you on social media, what they will possibly have seen in that email already. And it will continue to get them interested and warmed up for when you unveil your offer or your program or your new class. So going back to that content calendar, once you're, you've gotten the start of your content calendar, you've got some of those events planned out and you're thinking about when you're going to start promoting those events and how that might look, you'll actually want to carve out time on your calendar strictly for marketing. Now, I find it really helpful to simply block out time on my calendar to focus 100% on my marketing each and every week. And this is one of those habits that as a business owner and as a studio owner, I really recommend that you do. You may not always feel like doing it, but we know that when we're consistent about being creative, when we're consistent about carving out that time and showing up to do the thing that even if it's hard, we can do, that it gets easier and you get better at doing it. So if you can find one to two hours each week to dedicate to putting together those emails, to putting together those social media captions, and to putting together that content calendar so that you're always adding a couple of weeks ahead of time that you know what's coming up, then you will find this whole system just starts to really work for you. Now, when you've got those 
hour or two carved out at a time of day that is good for you when you are not exhausted, right? This is not something you really want to be doing at nine o'clock at night after a full day of teaching, unless of course, that is your most creative time. For me, I'm kind of a morning person. So I tend to kind of try to get that sort of stuff done earlier in the day. You'll find that when you come to sit down, you might be wondering, okay, what do I do now? And that's when you want to really be thoughtful about having that, uh, that content plan in front of you so that you can dive right into the task at hand and knowing exactly what you want to be talking about in the content that you want to, you need to have written for your business. So perhaps you'll want to ask yourself in those moments, in those, that hour or two, you know, what, how can I grow my business this week or this month? What am I doing to grow my business? What action items do I need to focus on? What emails do I need to create? And what social posts will go with those emails? And don't forget, you can plan your content out more than a week or two in advance. Often that's much better for you as a business owner. It gives you a bit of breathing space because, you know, things do come up from week to week that may pull you away from this particular time that you need to dedicate to marketing. And if you've got emails already, ready to go, then that does give you that little extra buffer to make sure that you can perhaps go and teach that class that you need to, to cover for, um, or, you know, all of these other things we know pop up. So remember that when you come to sit down for that hour or two that you have dedicated, you want to refer to your calendar that has that upcoming event or the upcoming program. And that's where you go for inspiration first of all. Once you've got that calendar filled in and that content planned for those upcoming events or programs, you can then fill in the gaps with other types of posts like tips or tutorials or insights into how it feels to be a client or even client success stories. I actually just released an episode um, last week where I talk about all of my top tips for using Instagram for marketing your studio. And in that episode, I share a few other ideas of posts that you can use to effectively market your business on the Instagram platform. And some of those themes and topics that I share inside of there also apply to things that you can be talking about in your emails. Okay. So I'll link to that episode in the show notes if you haven't already heard that, but there's a lot of really good ideas in there. So we've talked about thinking about your um, content as uh, what is coming up in your business and how far ahead you want to be talking about uh, those events or, the, or, or what's coming up. And we've already talked about carving out a set time on your calendar consistently to focus on marketing. But I know that you're thinking to yourself, that's a lot, Saren. And how am I supposed to get this done? <laughs> and here's the thing. What I find is that when you can batch your work together at times of day that really works for you, it will, it will be much, much easier for you to dedicate this time and to commit to doing it and to actually getting it done. So in my marketing intensive program, I teach that framework for creating that workflow and batching your work so that there's really valuable time that you're spending marketing your business is used effectively. And you're not simply spending that hour and a half down the rabbit hole on Instagram, looking to see what everyone else is doing. I'm a big believer in starting with what you need to create first and being really committed and dedicating to creating content for your business before you go out and look at what anyone else is doing. So once you have your calendar planned out and you know what kind of posts and emails you want to create, I really recommend you batch write your content. 
So if you have something coming up where you'll be sending an email out about an event, about perhaps a new class that's on the schedule or a new type of method you're, you're, you're going to be um, sharing in your studio, or if you have a teacher training program that you want to promote, you want to send out that email, you want to write that email, I'm sorry, and then you want to promote on social media as well. And you want to write that all out first. So write the email first, pull the captions from it, and then if there are graphics that you want to also create, you can use that content that you have in your email and the content that you've pulled to go into social media to create some nice graphics to go with that. And I like to use Canva. C-A-N-V-A Canva is a tool that you can, it's very easy to use to create graphics. If you haven't heard of it, I really do recommend it. Many studios use it and there's some fantastic templates in there. And you can also upload your brand colors and your logo. So you can really design a very cohesive graphic that's, that's aligned with your brand. And you can add that to your captions. And then you have an entire system for creating your marketing content and then making it also look really, really good. So once you've got your content calendar, you can write your emails and then you can write your social media posts from those emails. And then you can pop into Canva and create a great graphic to go with those social media posts, to to go with those captions. And then once you have all of that, if you do that in that hour or two each week, you will be able to also upload some of those captions and graphics or even photos into your scheduling tool. And a scheduling tool is something that I really recommend that you utilize heavily in your business because I don't want to see you spending hours each day on social media. You have so many other things to do. So I'm a big fan of pre-scheduling your content out a week or two weeks ahead of time so that you can just simply pop in there and post that content that you've pre-created and pop it right in there on social media when you feel it's the best time for you. I like to do all of my writing in a Google Doc first, and then I move things into captions and put them into a separate spreadsheet or a separate um, Google Doc for the captions for each of my posts. And then I go into Canva next. And then after that, I go into an app called Later. That's what I use to schedule my social media. I really like Later because you can upload a lot of different pictures and graphics and photos in there and sort of drag and drop them into the time or days that you want to be posting. There are lots of other scheduling tools as well that I know are really popular, including uh, Planoly and Plan and Hootsuite and Buffer. And there's so many more. But I really do recommend, it doesn't matter which one you use, just find one that you like. And I do really recommend utilizing that scheduling tool so you can batch create that content, pre-schedule it, and it's something that is taken off of your to-do list for the rest of that week. Okay. So lots of tips there. That's really the workflow that I use. And that's the workflow that I recommend many of my studio owners utilize. It's sort of the baseline for what you can then build on top of with lots of other campaigns when it comes to marketing and content marketing, especially. You can always do more, but there you have a very simple and very straightforward way to create content in a way that will um, be as efficient and and a most effective use of your time. So there you have it. It sounds like a lot and it definitely is work. But I promise you that spending some dedicated time to plan ahead will save you time in the long run. 
Remember, if you had a marketing director and there were 15 of you at your business, you would be posting different things at different times of day and various different captions for the different platforms. But this is not your main job. You're the CEO of your studio business and you're also the marketing director. You're also likely to be customer service. You also likely teach and you're the head of HR. That's a lot of different hats that you're wearing, right? So spending 25 hours a week on social media simply isn't realistic. Make your life easy. Put the same post across all platforms. Keep it simple. Plan ahead and batch your work. And it will work for you in the way that it absolutely works for others that I have coached. So I hope this was helpful to you as you build your boutique fitness business. I'm here to help answer your questions. So please do get in touch. I'll be back next week with more great business building tips and insights. Finally, if you found this helpful, be sure to never miss another episode by hitting that follow or subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks so much. I'll see you next time. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you.